State Sycamores, our tournament champion. The Ramblers of Loyola, Chicago, and Missouri State is Missouri Valley Conference tournament champion. Northern Iowa back in the NCAA tournament. Wichita State Shockers, winners of the Missouri Valley Conference. Coming at you taped in a podcast format from the world headquarters of the Missouri Valley Conference, the Inside the Valley podcast, here on Thursday, September 1st. Uh, Derek Dockett, Associate Commissioner, New Media Technology, alongside Ryan Davis, Assistant Commissioner, Communications. Ryan, how are things going? Hey, it's going great. Another great week in the Valley. So excited for another great weekend coming up, and hopefully we can get a Another pair of top 25 wins <laughs> in volleyball. So You've we'll already hit on, I guess, <laughs> what was sort of got us all excited uh, last week. We'll touch on a number of things here in the fall uh, as volleyball, men's soccer, women's soccer underway and cross country starting up soon. But um, we've got to start. We've got our first two top 25 wins uh, of any sport in the league this year for the 2016-17 year, Wichita State. Uh, knocking off uh, then number 18 Creighton and Missouri State with the big win on the road playing at Illinois, beating the Fighting Illini, uh, number 14 at the time. So two big top 25 wins for Valley Volleyball, picking up right – we talked about it last week when we, or the last time we re-recorded, uh, picking up right where we left off in 2015-16 with volleyball continuing to play uh, tough schedules and winning some of those matches. Yeah, and like those two wins happened within what an hour or two yeah. of each other that, too, yeah, on yeah. Saturday night. So yep. it was an exciting Saturday uh, evening um, in in uh, non conference play for our team. So it was exciting uh, for Wichita State uh, beating Creighton. I mean, it was their first uh, win over a top twenty team uh, since they advanced to the Sweet Sixteen with a win over Kansas back in two thousand twelve. So that was nice to see for for the Shockers. So and then right after that, Missouri State getting that win on the road against a Big Ten opponent. Yep. Um, nice three two win over the Fighting Illini. So both of those very exciting. It's good to see. And this weekend we'll have I think another uh, four cracks at a top twenty five win. So. We'll see what we can do. I watched the tail end of the Missouri State-Illinois match. Um, once I saw that – I was sitting on my couch and I saw the tweets from the Missouri State Volleyball Twitter account uh, that they were, you know, in a two-to-two. Two and I go, oh, they're going to a fifth. I got to pull this thing up and, <laughs> and start watching. They jumped out to a lead. It was about four, maybe five-one in that fifth set. And I got on the edge of my seat. I'm like, oh, man, they're going to they're gonna pull this off. And Illinois started to make comeback. But once you – in that fifth set, once you get that kind of lead, you're kind of sort of feeling good because you're only going – You're only going to 15. 15. Correct. <laughs> so it's kind of like, oh, man, they're going to pull this off. They really are. So I got excited for them. And I couldn't see the Creighton match. That game wasn't being streamed. Yeah. And I couldn't find the audio of it. But uh, just – it was huge. I, I, I was so excited for them because I know how hard – uh, they all prepare, and they're all expecting both those teams, Missouri State and Wichita State, and, and mm-hmm. all the teams in the league, obviously. But they're all expecting to have uh, a pretty good year, uh, especially a team like you know Wichita State coming off of winning the league and the tournament last year. Mm-hmm. Missouri State with everyone back, with uh, the player of the year back, who was named player of the Lily? week this week, Lily Johnson, for her efforts. Um, um, so just an impressive win on all, on all fronts. Uh, I guess right now, if you look at how teams start out, you got to give a shout out to Southern Illinois too, yeah. going in and win a tournament three and zero, Drake three and one, Indiana State two and one, along with Bradley, uh, Missouri State two and one as well, and Northern Iowa. 
uh, Wichita State. Uh, they are playing some good competition this coming weekend as well. Uh, Loyola, Illinois, or Loyola and Evansville uh, right now without a win, but uh, we'll see if that gets changed here in the upcoming weekend. Uh, but the teams are starting out pretty well, and it's one of those things where we talked about the last time we did hit on volleyball was that they've figured out this thing where they want to schedule competition to sort of either, A, make sure they're in position for postseason uh, opportunities, or B, build the confidence of your team if you've got a young mm-hmm. team and, and let them know they can play. Uh, and, and that's sort of what's been happening. So I tell you what, yeah. Southern Illinois is going to be really, really good. I think yeah. they've proved that going undefeated this weekend. Yeah, they swept Central Michigan in Duquesne and pulled out a 3-1 win at IUPUI there in the IUPUI Invitational to start off 3-0. So that was good to see for the Salukis. Um, so hopefully they can keep that rolling this weekend. They come back home. Uh, they're going to host uh, three matches this weekend. They have Central Florida, Western Michigan, and Northern Arizona coming to Carbondale so uh, we'll see what they can do maybe get to six now yeah we talked about Lily Johnson being the player of the week for volleyball uh, Amy Held of Northern Iowa the defensive player of the week and our freshman of the week and I hope I don't butcher the name but I'm gonna try uh, Georgia Savita she's a freshman so it's the first time I we had seen her uh, uh, in the league so obviously freshman of the week uh, from Wichita State so uh, three of the teams there that started out pretty well in the first week of play, uh, getting some uh, individual honors there. Uh, I don't know if you know this. Do you know what Lily Johnson and Amy Held have in common? I believe that they're members of our SAC. Is that correct? That is correct. They are both <laughs> members of our SAC, and Lily Johnson is actually uh, our SAC uh, NCAA uh, national rep for the conference. So not only are these two, two ladies uh, their school reps, but Lily is our national rep uh, to the NCAA. So – uh, just they're they're both phenomenal uh, student athletes. Just all well rounded, great kids. As yeah. most of the ki- all of the kids are that are in SAC. That 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 group holds a pretty special place in my heart as I get to interact <laughs> with them uh, at their meeting in the summer and a uh, uh, time or two throughout the year. So um, I tell you what, Lily Johnson. We we've briefly touched on it last week, but her being Player of the Week is sort of it's one of those things where she often has 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 excelled at a lot of things that she does. Not only she, not only is she a really uh, accomplished student, not just student well, she's athlete. also scholar athlete. Yeah, of the she's week scholar. This week. That, you just literally <laughs> stole my thunder. She's scholar athlete of the week as well. Uh, cell and molecular biology. Like I don't even know how tough that is. I don't want to know how tough it is. But being an outstanding student and outstanding athlete. And she was on the Olympic, U.S. Olympic collegiate national team as well that won. I don't know if they went undefeated, but I know they won. I don't know if you call it a medal, but they were successful yeah. this past summer. So um, congratulations to Lily for all the uh, individual honors and the other two uh, for the volleyball uh, weekly awards as well. So uh, coming up this weekend in volleyball, um, a whole slew. I guess are we still in that tournament mode? We got a lot still of teams playing yeah, everybody multiple, multiple matches in a day. Yeah, all ten schools will be playing in tournaments this weekend. Um, two of the highlighted tournaments uh, that I have on my radar is is Missouri State playing down in Hawaii. Uh, they have a match against Hawaii tonight. They're fifteenth in the country, so that's another opportunity for a top 25 win and then they follow that up with a match on Friday evening at 9:45 central time against number eight UCLA so there's two chances for top 25 uh, wins for Missouri State 
Um, another tournament, uh, Northern Iowa heads to Los Angeles. Uh, they're at USC at the Radisson Classic. They're going to get another crack at Creighton. Uh, they're 22 in the country. Uh, then they'll face uh, the host USC Trojans on Saturday, followed by a match against number 23, Kentucky. So uh, UNI also has a couple chances to get top 25 wins for the league as well. Yeah, Melissa Stokes, that schedule is, is stacked for Missouri State. That's Those are going to be two impressive matches we'll have to see. I, I'm pretty sure the Hawaii match will be streamed. Hawaii, out of the Big West Conference, they do have uh, streaming options. So be sure to check NBCSports.com. If you're um, if you're a night there. owl, yes, yes, <laughs> uh, late, late, obviously, obviously in Hawaii there. So um, I don't know. I might stay up and watch it. So we'll see what happens. It's it's one of those matches where I sort of want to keep an eye on them and see what's going on. So and that man UCLA number eight. Um, funny story about so the Northern Iowa Creighton matchup. Uh, that tournament is actually a part of the other two teams uh, involved in it, which are. Um, I'm looking at the schedule. Uh, UCLA or USC, USC and Kentucky. Kentucky. Those four teams all have all rotated the site uh, over the past four years. uh, Who's hosting? So uh, Northern Iowa has hosted and Cedar Falls. They had all those teams there. Um, Creighton, I believe, was last year. uh, USC or USC, obviously this year, and Kentucky was the year before Northern Iowa. So Mm -hmm. all these four teams got together, scheduled this event, and every year they've had it at a different host of the participating schools. So a pretty cool event with some yeah. quality volleyball. With, yeah, four right. teams very strong. So. Yes, yes. So uh, a good opportunity. Again, Creighton, a former league member. Uh, obviously, don't forget that. Uh, but Northern Iowa with the shot to take on uh, Creighton, who's still ranked uh, number 22, as you said. So uh, still getting a chance to play top top 25 teams, and they'll get a chance at Kentucky, 23 as well, as you said. So, um Oh, should be fun to watch. We'll see how, how that work how that works out. I'm assuming there'll be some sort of coverage there with it being at USC, the Pac-12 uh, network. It's, its reach, I know, is still sort of spotty in the Midwest, so, far, so our fans may or may not be able to pick it up. But uh, if we do find the link, we'll be sure to share that on social media and on the Valley's website as well at abcsports.com. So. Um, Wichita State's hosting a tournament this weekend. They've got some quality uh, competition coming in. A uh, number of teams on the road, obviously, uh, this early in the season. But uh, everyone's getting the opportunity to play some quality non-conference matches that will get them ready for the grind of the uh, Missouri Valley Conference regular season. So we're, I'm interested to see how Southern Illinois comes out. They've uh, come out pretty well, as we mentioned. But, uh, again, it's, uh, ranked competition, the, the highlight of volleyball non-conference play here in the second weekend of play. Second weekend. Man, it seems like it's been the <laughs> third, but it's only the second. So, Well, I, as we wrap up, anything stand out to you while you're putting together the, the, the weekly release, uh, something that deserves a little attention, anybody uh, accomplish something or any teams uh, that we didn't mention yet? Yeah, we had uh, senior Morgan Reardon from Loyola. She uh, reached a personal milestone over the weekend. She became the 14th player in Loyola history to notch 1,000 career kills. So I figured that was worth a mention just to kind of give her a shout out and congratulations on reaching that milestone um, as Loyola um, played at the NIU Invitational over the weekend. 
as far as teams go, we'll give a shout out to Indiana State. Uh, they won the 2016 Marriott Invitational at Samford down in Alabama. They had victories over the over the host Bulldogs and Nichols State during that opening weekend of play. So give a shout out to the Sycamores for winning that tournament. Nice, nice. Wrapping up our volleyball uh, segment here, I want to be sure to let folks know the Valley on ESPN3, there are matches uh, this Labor Day weekend as you're listening to us. Uh, on Friday, September 2nd, um, you can see Southern Illinois. They will be home taking on Central Florida and Wichita State. They mentioned they have a home tournament. They'll have Cincinnati on Friday, September 2nd. On Saturday the 3rd, Southern Illinois in action, Wichita State. Uh, two matches each on both uh, in the day, so 12-1, 7, and 7-30. Uh, and then Sunday, uh, there's the soccer coverage. And then on Labor Day Monday, Evansville at home against Southeast Missouri State. So uh, there's a number of uh, volleyball matches you can watch on the Valley ESPN3, in addition to a number of uh, soccer matches we'll hit on in detail here as we switch gears into uh, men's and women's soccer in the podcast. So um, going to look for volleyball to keep things, keep things rolling on uh, and hopefully get some more wins. So uh, with that in mind, we can uh, take this quick break and switch gears and hit on men's and women's soccer we come back. Uh, we've got our first set of uh, player, offensive and defensive player of the week for men's soccer. Uh, we'll talk about that and a little bit more as the Inside the Valley podcast continues. Don't miss your chance to see who will hoist the hardware at the 2016 Missouri Valley Conference Volleyball Championship presented by Cedar Falls Utilities and KXCL Radio. Get to the McLeod Center in Cedar Falls, Iowa, November 24th through 26th as the Valley crowns its champion. For tickets and more information, call 319-273-4849 or visit unipanthers.com. The Missouri Valley Conference, where champions make history. Back with you with more here on the Inside the Valley podcast. Uh, mentioned we want to get into a little men's and women's soccer in this segment, and we will do just that. Uh, of course, men's soccer got underway as well uh, with our first couple of games uh, on the season. Right now, Central Arkansas, Loyola, Missouri State, 1-0. and uh, Evansville, 1-1, as is Drake, SIUE, and Bradley. SIUE tied. Uh a scoreless tie, too, wasn't it? Yeah. They had a 1-1 tie and a scoreless tie. Yeah. So, to pair ties for, for the Cougars this season. Yeah. And Bradley uh, still searching for that first win. But uh, early, obviously, first games for, for a number of teams. But early in the season, as we uh, got the season going this past weekend. But uh, Wes Carson of Central Arkansas named our Offensive Player of the Week. And Nick Burtonshaw of Missouri State, our first uh, Defensive Player of the Week for the season. So, congratulations to those two gentlemen on their uh, individual honors being uh, named weekly award winners. But uh, I guess when you look at men's soccer right now, it's early. We keep saying that. Um, but learn anything after the first weekend of play that, that sort of uh, can't really call it a trend right now, but I guess, you know, educational something for the, for the fans out there. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's been an interesting start uh, as a league. We are standing five, uh, three, and two, so it's a winning record in non-league play to we'll start the first week we'll of play, that. so we'll take that. Um, as you said earlier, we have three teams currently sitting at one and oh, um, so that's, uh, a, I guess, a good start <laughs> to have three yeah, teams. Better than this being sitting all one and one. Right, but, right. but yeah, and uh, one of the things that I'd like to mention, too, is with Loyola, uh, they extended... 
their NCA leading un- home unbeaten streak with their win um, this past weekend over uh, Valparaiso. They had a 3-2 win over Valpo. Uh, they've now won 20 straight, uh, I guess unbeaten, so one or tied 20 straight at home, which is the longest uh, streak in Division One. And they'll play host to Northern Kentucky here on Friday evening. So we'll see if they can keep that trend going forward. I'm still looking forward to getting over to SIUE. I always like to watch matches in person. It is convenient having SIUE right across the river. Uh, definitely when it gets to conference play, uh, that'll be fun. We started this year, uh, the, the coaches actually asked the conference office to put together goals of the week uh, and, and share that on social and on the Valley's website. And we have indeed done that. Thanks to a number of the league's assistant coaches, we did publish uh, an exhibition version of it, uh, sort of the trial run. And uh, week one was out there. We had a number of goals from Central Arkansas and Evansville. Uh, some really impressive ones, actually, too. Uh, and from Bradley is submitted as well, Missouri State. Um, so I encourage fans to be on the lookout for that uh, each week, Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, for the previous week, uh, we have goals of the week coming in. So uh, check out the Valley, NBC Sports on Twitter. Uh, the Valley's Facebook page, facebook.com slash Missouri Valley Conference, or just NBCSports.com. You can see that stuff uh, in the video section under men's soccer uh, each and every week as we sort of uh, highlight uh, how these guys find the back of the net. So uh, ESPN 3-wise, a number of stuff coming up for the men as well. Uh, Bradley at home, Fairleigh Dickinson on Friday, September 2nd, Loyola. Uh, their matches will not be on just yet. They're getting prepared for the battle on ESPN3, so we're excited they're going to be up and running. Uh, they are ready for volleyball, but they're getting geared up for men's and women's soccer at Loyola as well. Um, Illinois State and on the women's side will be on, and Bradley. Uh, we have a couple teams playing Utah Valley, so yeah. uh, Bradley will have them on ESPN3 on Sunday, September 4th. Yeah, Bradley is kind of, I guess, hosting a little tournament yes. uh, at home this weekend. They have Utah Valley coming in, Fairleigh Dickinson, and then Evansville will also be there. So Evansville will be playing um, Utah Valley, as we said, 18th in the country. Um, they'll battle on Friday and that match will be followed by Bradley and Fairleigh Dickinson so and then those matchups will flop on Sunday gotcha so yeah we'll have two cracks at a top 25 win there on the men's side so we'll see how that turns out for us that's the first opportunity that we've seen on in terms of the rank uh, ranked opponents so uh, a good chance to take advantage of that we'll see how the teams do um, the, the Valley men's soccer has a good storied history uh, being accomplished in men's soccer, we've had some good success from Bradley, Drake, Missouri State, and SIUE, obviously Loyola, uh, new to the league here. Uh, Evansville's had some great history as well. So um, hopefully these guys can can get the ball rolling and uh, have another successful year because it would be cool to have uh, multiple teams reach the NCAA and the men's soccer as well. So uh, uh, hopefully this could be more uh, to go in that direction. Yeah, and currently um, if you follow regional rankings – uh, we have two schools that are ranked in the top ten of the West Region, Loyola sitting at number five and SIUE at number nine. So currently we have two ranked in the regional rankings, and we'll see if we can get more and move them up there as well. It's funny, the uh, Bradley men's basketball last year, they were the youngest team in the country, or one of the youngest teams in the country uh, they started freshmen, you know, four out of five positions or sometimes all five uh, positions in a number of their games. 
Well, this year, their men's soccer team is the youngest in the league. I didn't know that. Because uh, Bradley's typically, you know, they've they've either you know finished you know high, you know first division in in the standings, or uh, come out of nowhere and won that conference tournament. Um, so they've you know always had the history. And Jim DeRose is a fantastic coach. He's been there for such a long time. But I didn't realize they had such a youth movement in Peoria right now. So uh, eleven true freshmen on the roster for the Braves, and also seven redshirt freshmen. Yeah, so we crazy, <laughs> the eighteen total there. So we'll see how that pans out for them this year. Obviously, it, it, what it's going to mean is their future is going to be pretty strong because yeah. these kids are going to be in the program and they're going to get Jim DeRose's uh, coaching. And by the time they, you know, three or four years down the line now, the Bradley's, you know, going to aim to be one of the stronger teams in the league if these uh, these guys develop and uh, maintain in the in the the Braves men's soccer program. Yeah, and they had a decent start too last weekend. They they traveled out west and went to Spokane. Uh, they had a draw with with host Gonzaga, and then they lost on a late goal to San Diego State. So uh, that was a one no a uh, one nil loss uh, there on the west coast to the Aztecs. So uh, a pretty good start for the for the young Braves squad. So we'll see how they do this weekend welcoming in number 18 utah valley and fairly dickinson so want to be sure to switch over to women's soccer and give them some love as well right now drake is still our lone unbeaten team 2-0-1 in the standings indiana state 2-2 uni 1-2-1 evansville 1-3-0 as is illinois state missouri state and loyola searching searching for their first wins on the season missouri state 0-2-1 and loyola 0-3-1 uh, right now obviously the women got started a week earlier so they've played a few more games than the men but uh also want to mention our individuals uh maddie orf of indiana state is the offensive player of the week sarah grace nicholson of drake the defense player of the week and Haley morris of drake the goalkeeper of the week so congratulations to those three individuals earning our uh, weekly awards uh coming up on the win- women's side of the schedule northern iowa uh, a big game, a big match against Arkansas on Thursday. Today, as we record, 6 p.m., Indiana State will be at Northwestern on Friday, September 2nd. Four matches on the schedule, Evansville, Moorhead State, Illinois State, Notre Dame, South Dakota at Drake, or Drake hosting South Dakota, excuse me, that is correct, and Missouri State will be at Tulsa. Uh, and then Sunday, there's a pretty much everyone in action, Indiana State in Eastern Illinois, Loyola, Eastern Michigan, Missouri State taking on Oral Roberts, South Dakota, Northern Iowa, Milwaukee at Drake, Green Bay, Illinois State, and Southeast Missouri State at Evansville. Some of those matches will be available on The Valley on ESPN, so be sure to check out NBCSports.com slash The Valley on ESPN for uh, detailed coverage on what you can watch, not only of women's soccer, but men's soccer and volleyball and more as the season goes on. That was a mouthful there. So um, the only other sport, fall sport that we've got that hasn't started yet that will get started is cross country. Uh, we mentioned the preseason poll uh, a couple weekends, a couple weeks ago came out uh, and briefly touched on in the first podcast of this year. But um, Bradley looks to be strong. Wichita State as well. And Illinois State, those three teams, one, two, three, men and women, depending on which poll you're looking at. But uh, those three teams look to be uh, the teams to watch on that side. So we'll see. Uh, who our first uh, individual award winners are there. I can't imagine running. It, it looks like in St. Louis the weather's broken a little bit in terms of temperature. It's going to be a nice weekend here. So, so hopefully, hopefully that's be. helpful because <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I can't imagine running, you know, 
5k or 6k or whatever and it's you know 93 degrees and humidity <laughs> is who knows what so hopefully that that aids in some better times for the, yeah. the for the uh, folks starting cross-country meets this coming weekend so um the final bit of news that i wanted to get to that we uh broke this week was the uh, radio uh, agreement that the missouri valley conference has entered in with local station here in st louis ktrs uh 550 a.m uh, this is a really important uh, deal for Lee because this means that Arch Madness games will be on 5.50 a.m. in St. Louis, uh, March 2 through 5 for 2017. But uh, all the tournament games in terms of radio coverage will be covered uh, by the big 5.50 KTRS as they're known here. Uh, but also, and we were talking about this before we started recording, um, this has become even more than a partnership. They're, they've become invested in mm-hmm. uh, the Valley as a product and wanting to, to market and, and show us uh, much more coverage uh, than just the tournament itself. Uh, we'll, we have uh, uh, audio uh, from our own Jack Watkins, who was on the air on September 1st with uh, McGraw-Millhaven here in St. Louis, uh, talking about the partnership, and he gets into a little more detail. But uh, this is going to be big for for the league because not only does this mean basketball, but they're willing to show us some more love for uh, sports across the board. Yeah, they're looking to help promote some of our um, non-basketball sports. Uh, we've had a meeting with uh, a couple of their on-air talents uh, last week to kind of discuss and share some ideas of what we could do to help promote the league. Um, here in St. Louis. Uh, I know we already had Austin Ledbetter from SIUE on um, before their season opening match. He's a St. Louis kid uh, who grew up here and uh, plays fairly locally over in Edwardsville, Illinois. So they had him on uh, to kind of go with their soccer coverage that they have here with the local um, St. Louis FC. St. Louis FC. So they carry all their their games and they have a soccer show, I believe, um, each Friday evening. So they had uh, his interview on there, and that was good to see. And we're hoping to enhance that coverage with soccer and volleyball and um, a lot of our other sports here as we get out of the fall uh, into the spring, either maybe get some softball, baseball coverage as well. So I'm excited for that opportunity. And Yeah, I am too. I think that's going to be a great opportunity, not only as like Jack was on the air with them uh, this morning, but not only to spread our wings and get more coverage, but them also reaching a whole nother set of audience. I mean, it's just great to be able to have another partner that's willing to do more and help us brand more and get out there. So um, they have a a streaming link so folks can get on there. We have uh, uh, things. They've been willing to share, like the Austin Ledbetter. We've got the Mm -hmm. audio from that. You'll hear that in this podcast. Uh, But sharing the audio so we can get those stories out there and told. Uh, their website's very interactive. They've got live – they've got a studio camera uh, to do video in there. Uh, when they have folks in studio. So that and, and getting audio from them seems to be a great uh, partnership for us. So I'm excited. Hopefully it means that not only for basketball, but throughout the year that we can get, you know, our coaches, student athletes on the air with them mm-hmm. and, and getting to know their on-air talent, uh, especially the basketball coaches, because I think that's really yeah. key because those will be the guys, the guys that will be the on-air talent uh, calling the matches or the basketball games, I guess. I don't know why I call them matches. Because we're, we're in fall mode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, getting those guys to know our coaches and student athletes for basketball. Yeah. So when Arch Madness does comes around, come come when Arch Madness does come around, um, they've developed that relationship. They know about our teams. Yeah. Um, so that'll be really really key, and I'm excited to see how that grows and develops. And hopefully, not only for just this year, but for years to come, that this becomes something that's uh, valuable not only for KTRS. 
but also for the Missouri Valley Conference as well. Exactly. And I think um, one of the parts of that deal, we'll have a 15-minute show each week um, leading up to Arch Madness. So I think that'll be a nice way to get our coaches and players on, um, get them on the air here locally um, to where we can help promote the tournament and promote our teams and players. Yep. And yep. Um, as you said, also educate, I guess, yeah. KTRS as they're going to be uh, airing and broadcasting our tournament games here in St. Louis in early March. So, For more, if you want to read about the, the details uh, on the web release, you can go to Val- the Valley's website, mcsports.com. Uh, you'll see the graphic and video uh, with Jack uh, on with uh, McGraw-Millhaven on September 1st. Uh, the video is embedded in the article, so you can see uh, Jack on air, and I'll read more details on the uh, the new partnership between uh, the Big 550 KTRS and the Missouri Valley Conference. Uh, with that in mind, I'll take another quick break and come back. You will hear that interview uh, right here on the Inside the Valley podcast with Jack Watkins talking with McGraw Millhaven about this deal, uh, and also Austin Ledbetter, SIUE uh, men's soccer senior on the soccer show on KTRS. We thank them for the audio sharing and look forward to continuing this great partnership uh, with the Valley and KTRS. Thanks for listening, everybody. The Valley on ESPN3 is home to hundreds of live events from across the Missouri Valley Conference. With television service from one of many providers, you can watch live anytime, anywhere on WatchESPN.com or the Watch ESPN app. With a number of devices and platforms for viewing, the Valley on ESPN3 has all the action all season long. For more information, visit NBCSports.com slash the Valley on ESPN3. Seven fifty one, Big Five Fifty uh, on the Big Five Fifty KTRS. Kelly Jackson. The first time I met our next guest, it was lunch at McGurk's. I've known this man a very long time, Jack Watkins. Good guy from the Missouri Valley Conference. Jack, thanks for joining us here. Well, it's a pleasure to be on with you guys this morning. Good morning. We've got some uh, news we want to break here in a second. But our very first lunch, I sit down and he says, "Hi, Jack uh, Watkins." Um, Missouri Valley. I was like, hi, I'm McGraw-Millhaven. Nice to meet you. He says, are you the same McGraw-Millhaven who set the appearance record at Nebraska in 1987 or something? I was like, you're the only person in the world who knows that. And I used to be the baseball SID at the <laughs> University of Missouri. <laughs> so there you go. So, of course... He's you my set favorite. An appearance record at um Yes, most times at the rail on, on O Street. The brass rail. No, no, no. I'm like, what? <laughs> the most times at P.O. Pairs on a Wednesday for a penny pincher <laughs> night. All right. Uh, Jack, you've been running you've been with the Mo Valley how long? Uh, last Wednesday I started my twenty fifth year. How about that? And how uh, how long has the Missouri Valley tournament been here in St. Louis? We just conducted our twenty sixth chapter this past March and it will make Add Chapter 27 next March when KTRS is a big partner of ours. Yeah, how about that? Some big news. So the the KTRS is going to carry all of the uh, Missouri Valley games next spring. That's correct. For Arch Madness, March 2nd through 5th, we have a new home. Very grateful to have that home on the Big 550. Yeah. And is it true that Martin Kilcoin will be doing some of the games? 
<laughs> it is my understanding from Mark Dorsey that, yes, he, that Marty will be making an appearance. I, I think it should be Martin Kilcoin and uh, John Carney doing the games. No, no, no. That would be bad. We would set <laughs> basketball would broadcasting back for years. Um, Missouri Valley is a one of a one of the great treasured tournaments, and St. Louis is lucky to have it. I know you have the numbers. How beneficial is it to the region every spring to have the uh, Missouri Valley Conference tournament here? Well, I'm you know I'm no Dr. Pack Rich. I'm not an economist. Sure. My wife says I have enough trouble balancing our checkbook, <laughs> but I I do know there's a big influx. We've we've had a minimum of fifty thousand fans each of the last twelve years, largely from out of town. Right. So a lot of direct economic spending from out of town whether it's the hotel or restaurant community and quite honestly from talking to our friends in the in the in the service industry there are really three big pieces of business the first quarter every year soulard mardi gras valentine's day is a big piece of business obviously between restaurants and hotels and the state farm mvc tournament and our fans it's a rite of passage uh it's really neat to walk down i've never been outside during our tournament but I've heard it's really cool. You see these legions of different school color clad fans walking up and down Clark on their way to Scott Trade. Um, you know, I've I've heard that it's somewhere just south of 10 million. But again, I'm no economist. Sure, sure. And it, it's a moving target every year. So not only that, but the Missouri Valley Conference has found itself with some very, very good basketball of, over the last number of years. Well. We've had five straight years where we've won at least two games in the NCAA tournament, or won a game in the NCAA tournament. The last two years, we've won three. Wichita State went to the Final Four in 2013, the Sweet 16 in 2015, and both Wichita State and Northern Iowa have won games in the tournament the last two years. Um, we've been around for 110 years, incredibly. Yeah. And in spite of what you might think, no, I was not there for the founding, McGraw. <laughs> um, but our management team between Doug Elgin, our commissioner, Patty Viverito, our senior associate commissioner, and Mike Kern, our other associate commissioner, the, the four of us have 112 years experience with our conference. So collectively, we've been around longer than the league. It's, mm -hmm. a, it's, a, it's a well run conference, and Doug Elgin runs it well. He just can't figure out where 1034 South Brentwood Boulevard is. <laughs> Your words, not mine, McGraw. <laughs> uh, we can do that. Doug Elgin's one of the um, good ones. All right. So uh, it's, we are, I know, uh, sort of behind the scenes, we, we're working on this for a, a couple of months, and we're finally announcing that the uh, Missouri Valley Basketball Conference is coming here to KTRS. Where thrilled um so it's gonna it's a four-day tournament and so we're gonna be blowing out programming for the tournament so that you can get a sense of the atmosphere down at um the scott trade center well right not just the four days in march you guys but certainly one of the big components of our agreement with ktrs was a weekly program 15-minute program on on I think the landing point is going to be on Friday nights right. where we can give some of the behind-the-scenes stories about our, our student-athletes and coaches um, leading up to Arch Madness. And, you know, we are thrilled to have a partner that would embrace, that values our product not only four days in March, but throughout the year. And that was a big selling point in this this new agreement that we have with KTRS. Yeah, it's uh, great. We are thrilled. All right, Jack Watkins, uh, to find out more about the uh, Missouri Valley Conference, what's the website? There are two, really. Yes. Uh, the big one for the tournament is archmadness.com. Our regular website is mvc-sports.com. You got it. And uh, we're thrilled. It's going to be a great run. The Missouri Valley Conference uh, tournament here, new home, Big 550 KTRS. And as you said, the sports will be covering it uh, more in-depth throughout the uh, season. Jack Watkins, you're always welcome here. Thanks for checking in. Pleasure to be here. 
Don't miss your chance to see who will hoist the hardware at the 2016 Missouri Valley Conference Men's Soccer Championship presented by Mediacom. Get to Allison Stadium South in Springfield, Missouri, November 8th, 9th, 11th, and 13th as the Valley crowns its champion. For tickets and more information, call 417-836-7678 or visit MissouriStateTicks.com. The Missouri Valley Conference, where champions make history. Moving forward on a Friday night here on the Big 550 KTRS. It is KTRS FC Soccer Weekly and a great chance now to visit with Austin Ledbetter. He is a St. Louisan. He's playing soccer over at SIU Edwardsville for the Cougars. And first off, Austin, thanks for taking time with us. Oh, no problem. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. No problem. Uh, you guys, first off, get started tonight. So uh, a lot of anticipation. You're a senior, and I'm guessing knowing that it's your last go-around with the Cougars, you're expecting good things. Oh, of course. Um, you know, I, you always got to expect good things. Uh, we have a good, you know, we got a good team, a lot, of, uh, a lot of depth, which is what we haven't had really in the past. And um, I'm really looking forward to it. We got a lot of older guys, so it should be a good go-around. I know you lost a couple guys off of last year's squad that were very nice for you, played some nice minutes in Brett Lane and, and Bill you on the defense. Uh, you're a defender. You're going to help play with one of the stingiest defenses in the Missouri Valley Conference. First off, just give a sense for folks who uh, missed those guys last year, what they meant to your club. Oh, they, they meant the world. Um, they made my job, my life a lot easier. I knew each one of them had, uh, they, they all had my back, which is good, but you know, they went on. They're doing bigger and better things now, which is good. And, uh, you know, we, we replaced them. We got some good guys that are uh, stepping up, which is which is really, really good. And, um, you know, it stinks that they're gone, but I, I trust the new guys that are in now and uh, have complete faith in them. Three preseason matches thus far on the year. Uh, Notre Dame at Cordy Stadium. Then you went to Kentucky, and then you've uh, played Dayton at Cordy Stadium. What have you learned about your group? No, we uh, we can fight. We just uh, we don't give up a lot of goals, as you can see. Three shutouts, which is uh, which is one of our goals. And um, you know, if you don't give up goals, you're still in the game. So I know that we we defend very very well, and uh, the attacking side will always come. Goals will come, but uh, that was our main focus was defending really well, getting into it right away, and uh, you know, it showed. Now. Folks may not know this, but you're a Herman Award finalist this year. And first off, congratulations on that. And then, thank you so much. No, no worries. It's great to see St. Louis guys get some accolades. When you first were told about being on the watch list, uh, what did it mean to you? You know, it, uh, I was actually very surprised. I had no idea. Um, but you know, it, it means a lot. I put in a lot of work throughout the years, and uh, finally, it's starting to pay off which is a good thing so you know i'm really happy i'm just uh like i said i'm not really focused on the award so much i'm focused on the season what the team does because ultimately if i want to go farther and winning that award the team we have to do well so it's focused it's not really a, a single person award to me but mostly a team thing because we have to do well and uh i have all the faith in, in the world in these guys that they'll help me achieve when I, what i want to achieve Austin Ledbetter, our guest here on the Big 550 KTRS, your head coach is Mario Sanchez. You chose to go to Edwardsville. What do you like about Edwardsville, and what was the deciding factor to head over there? Um, it's a very family-based team. Uh, you know, everyone, we're really tight with each other. We, we all have good relationships throughout the coaches, 
coaching staff through each player, the newcomers, and um, you know it's 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 awesome. It's something that most teams don't have, which is the main attraction. And you know we we play soccer. A lot of college teams, they some of them they like to kick it, or you know they they don't possess very well. And I think that's what we do. Like we like to play soccer, and that's what I want to do: keep the ball on the ground and possess. And we do that very well. Now, if you're playing on defense, you got to have a little nasty streak in you every once in a while. <laughs> tell, tell us about yeah. uh, your style of play, because you, you can't back down if you're on the back line. Oh, correct. You know, you gotta, you gotta be. I wouldn't say dirty player. You gotta be uh, a, t- a tough guy here and there, and uh, especially when you're going against guys that are way bigger than you. But uh, you know, you just have to have that mean side to you. I mean, if you want to go to the next level, that's what you. It's what you gotta have. There's guys that are way bigger than you, way faster than you, and you just. You got to give it to them. You can't let them back you down or, or take advantage of you. You got to give it right back. You know, Austin, you mentioned that we're going to the next level. Uh, we carry the St. Louis FC games here on the Big Five Fifty KTRS. That's one of the levels. Obviously, MLS is another level here in the states that everybody is uh, shooting for. If you're a young soccer player, there was a time when that wasn't even a dream for some that are a little older than you. Is that something that's you know? Did you do you watch the professional leagues right now here in the states? And is that because of those leagues coming back and becoming prominent and the game growing? Is that something over the course of you growing up? You said, "Wow, you know what? That's a goal I can achieve because there's soccer in the states." Oh, of course. I mean, I've I've been playing this sport my whole life, and uh, you know that's that's the ultimate goal is to get to the next level, whether that's usl mls whatever it may be um you know that's that's why i'm here that's why i play college soccer to hopefully go to the next level and achieve the goals that i want to achieve now you guys are defending missouri valley conference champions you guys have a target on your back how are you going to approach that for this coming year oh we're going to approach every game like we normally do uh you know nothing nothing changes we know each team they're going to be a good opponent they're obviously like you said we're going to have a target on our back they're going to come out flying and uh you know, if we, we just got to play our game. We can't we can't play what they want to do. We got to play our style of play, and uh, good things should happen. Now, this is the fun part of the interview, where we ask you if you have do you have any superstitions before you go out to a match? Do you, do you put on the right shoe first or the right sock <laughs> first, or is there anything you do the same way before every match? Uh, I do actually. Um, I listen to the same. Three songs on repeat really? from me leaving my place to the field or in the locker room before a game. Uh, listen, I actually listen to Spanish music, which is, I don't know Spanish. It's just upbeat. <laughs> really? And good mood. And yeah, it just, it's one of those things, you know, like you can't come out the field like all stressed or whatever. I'm normally a happy guy. So Spanish music just upbeat and it puts me in, that, in a good mood. And that's what I listen to. Do you know what the names are? I have no idea. I don't know what they <laughs> you mean. You just pick three random ones, so, or you have three favorites? Yeah, just yeah. I have my my roommate actually at school is uh, he's he's Peruvian, so he, he okay. speaks Spanish. He showed me three songs. I liked them. Listened to them, and uh, actually been listening to them for a couple of years now. So it's kind of funny. Really, two two whole yeah. years, and and you still don't know the words, but you know it works. Don't well. don't know. I know I I know some words, but I don't know what they mean. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, it's that's that's the one thing that people think I'm really weird about. But you know, obviously it uh, it helps me, so it's it's what I do. Oh, that's awesome stuff, Austin Ledbetter with us here on the Big Five Fifty KTRS. Austin, we wish you all the best 
in this upcoming season, your senior season, and we'll, we will keep an eye on you as well on our watch list here, not just with the Herman Trophy watch list. And uh, we will visit again down the line, I'm sure, and uh, best of luck to you and the Cougars this year. Awesome. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it.